Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today, and we can't wait to dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Love is Relentless podcast. Please ignore my sick voice. So, yeah, it's it's been a rough couple days, but we're surviving out here. And mm-hmm. also ignore the <laughs> yeah, you might current have heard thunder, that if you can hear that. Uh, we procrastinated all day, so we're now doing this podcast right after the thunderstorm started. And it's come down pretty good, so... Yeah, a couple sneezes, coughs, and thunders, but that just means it's going to be an epic podcast, so. The thunder, you might either hear that, or it might sound like thunder, but it might be my stomach growling, because <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> Could be that, too. Who knows? Yeah. We'll let y'all decide. If you're right, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a little recap of last week. Kind of went over our journey of pregnancy, like, kind of our decision to start when we did, um, certain steps we took. To make that decision and how it went for us and all that fun stuff. And we actually just had a another ultrasound today. And it was crazy. We actually, like, our kid has, like, fingers and arms. And mm-hmm. the second that the ultrasound was put on Jacelyn's stomach, our little baby girl was literally just, like, dancing. In yeah, there. her arms she's are like, just flying around. I don't around. even think she's the size of an <laughs> egg yet, but her little body was moving. So Yeah, it's just so it wild. It's so cute. It's crazy to see, like, God's just like miracle and thinking about like my organ is creating organs and (laughs) a whole human being and it's just wild but yeah it was definitely cool to see i've had a lot of anxiety recently just my i work in the icu as a nurse and so my patients are always on monitors and i know what they're doing 24 7 so i definitely struggle not knowing what she's doing in there 24 <laughs> 7 but that's just where i'm having to learn to trust god and know that everything's okay so i definitely had a good peace of mind today just knowing that she's hanging out in there having fun just yeah. dancing around <laughs> cruising along yeah, yeah. It, was, it was super cool though because we just had an ultrasound a few weeks ago like three weeks ago and it was basically just like a blob like mm-hmm. you could kind of see maybe like, like the bean. forming of a head or something but she was like the size of a jelly bean, and now three weeks later, it's literally arms and legs mm-hmm. and a head, and it's just crazy how... She's still only the size of, like, a strawberry, I, I say, yeah, not even an <laughs> egg size, yeah, but still, like, it's it's an entire body that's already being formed, and, like, we could literally see, like, her fingers already, so that was super, super cool to see. Um, so, yeah, but got a healthy, low-growing baby, so we're super excited about that. But we're going to move on to today's topic... It's not as cool as a baby, but it is a very good topic, very deep topic that we, uh, like we've struggled with for years. And so it's something mm-hmm. that we can still fall into today if we don't kind of catch ourselves. And that is the victim mentality. And so we'll kind of explain what the victim mentality is in a relationship and kind of just some, like how it affects your marriage and how to... Uh, it's, that's one of those things is, as a human, you're not going to avoid the victim mentality, but you can definitely have 
ways to overcome it and help um, grow your marriage and help grow your relationship to where, well, our house just shook. Yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> that was a big thunder. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely help you guys with getting out of that and how to avoid it at all costs. So I'll let Jay start us out with kind of explaining what it is and let's get her done. Putting me on the spot, huh? You got this baby mama. <laughs> yeah, so like the victim mentality, I feel like everybody has probably their own version of what it is, but obviously just in a nutshell, it's somebody always feeling like they're the victim and like they're always wronged, always hurt, like nobody can do anything to like make them happy and like it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of like one of those things that like people say about Gen Z is just like always easily offended. Um, not that, not that all Gen Z is easily offended, but, (laughs) um, yeah, it's just like, obviously people who are just don't see their part in any issue. They're just always focusing on how they've been hurt. Basically. What is, what is your version of the victim mentality? Uh, personally, I don't know, because, like, as, so this is something we've talked about a couple times, and, like, it's, this is one of those things that, like, usually our podcast is, like, um, like, usually the women are tailored towards this, and the men are tailored toward this, but, like, this is one of those things that both parties are going to fall into all the time, like, Mm -hmm. even if it's not your relationship, it's one of those things that, in your mind, like, you're always right, that's just, that's how you were raised, like, no matter how humble you are, you're always going to have some sort of situation that you're like, oh, I know this, I'm right, blah, blah, blah. And so for me, like, I've definitely had the victim mentality, I would say a lot less than Jace, but then again, it could have been the same amount, I just didn't, like, portray it as much, like, because, I, I mean, like, y'all know, like, being the intellectual thinker that I am and speaker, it took me five years to really, like, actually open up about anything, so, um... Or is it going this? My point of view of it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what I was saying there for a sec. I'm sick, guys. Let me alone. Pregnancy brain? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, I mean, from my point of view, it's really just it's the same thing as hers. But I would say in, for our specific relationship, I would say a little bit less extreme just because I'm not, I'm not going to call you sensitive because you're pregnant and I want you to cry, but. I'm not a sensitive person whatsoever, and so, but, like, she, there's those triggers that she would know how to push Mm -hmm. and pull or whatever that would put me into that victim mindset to where we would just kind of get into this, like, realm of stupidity type just fights and stuff like that, and yeah, if that makes any sense, I'm confusing myself. I was gonna say, I think you brought (laughs) up a good point about how you how you always feel like you're right and i feel like that's definitely a good way to put it too is like you always feel like you're right so therefore you're not gonna take criticism well or like not gonna take like constructive feedback or anything like you're you're just gonna be dead set on like no you wronged me that's that like and just lack of ownership i guess yeah just not like Instead of listening to, like, what she's actually telling me, like, hey, you did this, and all I'm hearing is that I did something wrong in her mind, but didn't, like, I didn't have to kind of take it, well, we'll get into that in a second. I'm not going to tell you all the secrets yet. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just go into just, like, how it affects marriage. So, obviously, 
doing like a victim mindset isn't good in any sort of like area of life like whether it be work or family or whatever but like especially in a marriage because like like we were talking last night how like I guess if people want to have a superficial relationship and be fine with that then whatever but like that's not what we want and so it's like we're gonna fall into that and it's going to affect our marriage so how it affects your marriage you're like one thing is you always feel like you're on defense because I know for us like a few years ago when we were just both constantly hurt like we just never saw the things that like the other one was doing as anything positive regardless of if it was or not (laughs) like it was always just like yeah basically it would get to the point that if one of us did something nice for the other the person that was getting the thing nice done to them was thinking, oh, they're just trying to one-up me now. Like Either was, that <laughs> or, like, what does he want kind of thing. Like, yeah. like she always just wanted to have sex with me, so. No. <laughs> not then, because it was not a good time. But, yeah, it's just, like, what is, like, what's the the goal here instead of just, like, knowing that it was, like, done out of the kindness of your heart. It was, like, what's the ulterior motive behind it, I guess. I guess somebody across the street has some squeaky brakes. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear it's that. It's Roderick. I'll let him know he needs some new brakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so always on defense. That's pretty much like one of the biggest ones there. But and then another one would just be like issues not getting resolved ever. Like if you're both in the victim mindset, you're both in the victim mentality, like you're both on defense 24-7, no matter what issues you have, whether they're deep-rooted, shallow, like, whatever it is, like, you're just going in this circle and just, like, it's like a cycle of arguments of stuff mm-hmm. that's never going to get resolved. And we, we did that for years. And, like, I know I've talked about in my Boys Only podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead. It's a banger. Um, I talked about how, like, most, I would say, like, 90% of the fights that Jason and I had were actually something that happened a year ago that was like just unresolved issues and we were just fighting about stupid things because we hadn't resolved this other issue and so we were both in that victim mindset for so long that I said one thing she heard another vice versa and it just caused more and more issues that we would just be like all right well whatever I guess we'll like she would literally say like I guess we'll fight about this again in three months because we just weren't resolving those issues we basically just got tired of fighting about it and so we would just stop talking for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, we start talking again. Fight comes back up. And it's just, yeah, it's a terrible cycle. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not good. And, like, with all of that, we both felt like we were walking on eggshells all the time. Because it was also, like, like we did a lot of things intentionally. But we also tried to not hurt the other one. Like, there were definitely times where he would get mad at something I said and I'm like, I'm genuinely being honest right now and like, you're not believing me (laughs) and like, I'm really not like not trying to be mean or whatever. And so it's just like that constant like eggshell, like I can't do or say anything without him thinking that it's a negative reaction. And I'm sure it was the same for you too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we both were in that same mindset for sure. Um, and then the last one is just the lack of trust. That kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier was 
like lack of trust like if one of us was doing something nice like we thought like oh it's for an ulterior motive it's not mm-hmm. just to be nice and genuine because i'm mad at them and i know they're mad at me so they're not going to actually just do something nice and it realistically like i'll say most of the time it wasn't that like we definitely both did stuff that mm-hmm. we were trying to get something else out of it whether it was sex for me or like she wanted the dishes done or blah 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 like it completely irrelevant whatever it may be but we definitely did that but I think for a while we both also did try to take that next step to help us get better but the other one was just not like receiving well and like I, I can literally think of so many scenarios where I did something she didn't do anything back to help and I was like all right whatever I give up and then I can remember her trying something mm-hmm. nice and then in my mind I was just like it's not worth it anymore blah blah so oh uh, yeah that lack of trust is real because we just we truly like did not think the other wanted to actually be genuinely nice to us anymore so yeah i think too like the lack of trust is like if it's like one-sided then it like if say you were the one that always felt like i was trying to do something it makes me feel like why don't you trust me that like i'm being honest Mm -hmm. too so there's like definitely the it can go different ways on the trust issues like you know like, why, why don't you trust that I'm actually <laughs> meaning what I say? And then it gets super frustrating because it's like, why am I even trying? So yeah, it's very, very easy to fall into this like victim mentality. And it's honestly like hard to recognize it too, because you like for us, we just got it like it just became a habit and we didn't like really look at it. So you have to one acknowledge that you have a part in it and just kind of be like okay like we both need to quit <laughs> and and fix this so that brings us to um some ways to overcome it so yeah number one way these are not in order you yeah, need to say, do i don't know if it's the number one but it's, it's the, the first, first one thing. on the list i'm reading <laughs> so it's number one uh, just taking ownership of your part in hurting the other. So owning up to the mistakes you've made, um, owning up to, like for us, like we can just go into a couple more examples. Um, Like she told me like many times, like, oh, that hurt my feelings when you said that. And like, I was in such like my own victim mindset that I was just, I basically like wouldn't validate her feelings. And, like, saying that now, I'm like, man, what a dick. But <laughs> at the time, she would literally say, like, that really hurt my feelings. And I would just be like, that's something that was like, that's stupid. Why would you get offended by that? Or why would mm-hmm. that hurt your feelings? And then she would be like, you need to validate my feelings. And at the time, I'm like, that is so stupid. Like, why are you upset about this? But, like, she also did that to me a couple times. But, like, I definitely did it more because, um, like, we were both just so hurt that I'm just like, that's that's so dumb to get upset about. But... He would do something though that was like very mean. I could, I mean, now I can't. She can't think give. of it because I didn't do anything mean. She's lying. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but or just like say something that, and it wasn't really even me being sensitive. It was just like that was really rude. Like that really hurt my feelings. And he was just like, "Well, that's dumb. Like you shouldn't get your feelings hurt about that." So then that obviously hurt my feelings <laughs> even more because I'm like, "You're just digging a." hole even further so it's definitely hard because it's like you don't get to tell me like if what you did to my feelings should be accurate or not like 
these are my feelings and you don't get to dictate how I should feel. And so it that always just like really upset me that one, he thought that my feelings were dumb, but it was also like he didn't acknowledge his role in it. So yeah, definitely take ownership of your part in hurting the other person. And I can tell y'all just real quick, revert back to the guys episode again. This for all the men real quick. Because I know every single one of y'all has thought the exact same thing I just said about how saying, like, that's so dumb to get offended by or, like, upset by. Because, like I said in the first part of my Boys Only podcast, is, like, we're trained to be these macho men that have no feelings. And so, like, this is all before I finally, like, opened up to her for the first time about just, like, my actual feelings and, like, whatever, all the mushy-gushy stuff. (laughs) But, and so, yeah, before then, like, I truly, in my mind, I was, like, having feelings... It's stupid. Like, you shouldn't be upset or offended by anything. Like, the offend stuff, yeah, you know, it's still kind of weird, but Gen Z's, you know. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, like, if, you, if you're, if you like, sitting here listening to this as a guy and you just heard what I said and you have that mindset of, like, yeah, I say that all the time, don't. Yeah, it's not helping <laughs> anything. It's just hurting your It's literally just you trying more. to be the macho man without even realizing it. Like, I... I legitimately didn't even realize i was doing it just my mindset at the time was like that's stupid to get offended or upset by so i think you should not do that yeah it's it's one of those things that's like just because you don't think it's right doesn't mean it's wrong yeah and because feelings are feelings and everybody has them and nobody gets to say like whose feelings are right or wrong (laughs) like if you upset me like i mean Sure, there are probably times that I'm being, like, overly sensitive, but, like, regardless, you just take ownership and be like, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, obviously, don't say it with an attitude. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, because that's obviously not going to help either. (laughs) I've done that, too. And she'll be like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do at this point. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's I like. I apologize. Sorry. Genuine. <laughs> you need to be genuinely, like, It needs like, to be a written ownership. letter. Written letter with a, with a wax stamp on it. <laughs> signed, dated. No, I think just being like, you know what? You're right. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. And I apologize for playing a part in hurting your feelings. That's, that's a lot it. of words. I'll just genuinely say I'm sorry. And she knows if I'm sorry or not. Yeah. I, I can't I can't remember that. I feel words. like you do. You say like you're sorry, but in the like you didn't mean to do that. Yeah. It depends on the scenario. But if I hit her in the head with one of the dog's balls, I'm like, sorry. You know? <laughs> I'm talking about like feelings. <laughs> like that's more of an action. <laughs> I'm like, whoops. But yeah, just take ownership. And then... Obviously, another way to overcome a victim mindset is change your mindset. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. Yeah. I mean, that's it seems so like, duh, but it's also really hard. So like for us, like we've talked about how we were just constantly in that victim mentality all the time that switching out of it was definitely hard, but the best way that we did that is like by asking like so for we we did one of two things i would say something to him and if he didn't like respond quick or if he like responded like hurt then i would be like what did you think that i meant by that and then he would tell me like how he interpreted what i said and i'm like that's not 
at all <laughs> what I was meaning. This is exactly, like, this is what I meant by it. And that's like, oh, okay. And you can do it vice versa, too. Like, when he says something to me, I'll, instead of me immediately responding, I can be like, what did you mean by that? Or, like, can you reword that? Because this is how I took it. And nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten, <laughs> how we took it was not the way the other person was trying to say it. So Yeah. And then a little advice. We haven't even talked about this, but she'll agree with me. Um, if you are having a serious conversation or have to have a serious conversation, don't text that conversation because like what she's saying, because like it could be Yeah. Like it could be something y'all talked about that morning, right? In person and then you decide to bring it back up through text. You know you're not gonna see each other for the next six to ten hours, whatever it is for work. If I get one text from her, vice versa, she gets a text from me. If she reads that wrong, she's not going to respond to me. And she will completely just think every negative thing for the next six hours until she gets home. And now you're going to fight about it. And I'll be sitting there like, oh, no, I actually meant it this way. But at that point, it's too little too late. She's already pissed about it. So that's just friendly advice. Yeah. Don't do it. We've done it. I mean, yeah. We don't really... (laughs) use texting for a lot like we don't really text at all anymore the only time yeah we really text is like hey can you do this or like when are you coming home what's your schedule like no those are all her i don't ask her any of those things yeah you text me stuff like that i'll send her a heart emoji (laughs) well it's just like a lot of like you (laughs) know yeah nothing like super important like i asked him we started getting factor meals so I texted him today when he was at work. I was like, hey, did you cancel those for the week? Because we still have a lot. And he was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> like, just kind of short, sweet to the point. But I feel like that's also being in a marriage, like dating life. You feel like you have to like text all the time and send smiley faces after every single text. I at least, we still at least do smiley faces it... most of the time. But like, if we don't, like, it, I'll tell you, like a few years ago, if I didn't send a smiley face... She'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like, that nothing. Would have, uh, that was before we got married. Nah. Yes, it was. It was after two. Maybe a couple of months. But like, nah. I don't know if that's still how it is with dating. But like, when we were dating, you had to send a smiley face with every yeah, single literally. text message. I got broken up with because I didn't send a smiley face in like seventh grade. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I but was like, I'm on a razor. It's not easy to send a smiley face. <laughs> I don't know how we got into this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but... Don't text Regardless, yeah, don't text because nobody can hear tone over text. But yeah, asking in person, obviously, this one works the best, but just legitimately ask them, like, did you mean this by this or this is what I heard? Like, it it changes the perspective so much because, mm-hmm. like, we, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's really weird at first. Yeah, it's not, like, the most natural. <laughs> especially, like, if what you heard is something that really hurt you, it's hard for you not to initially just emotionally react with mm-hmm what the heck like why would you say that like instead just taking like 10 seconds take a breather and they'd be like hey i heard you say this like is this what you meant most of the time they're like no not at all and then you're like cool <laughs> hug it out good to go yeah but yeah so just it, it is gonna be awkward at first but now like our conversations we can tell like if she says something i can just kind of look at her funny and then think for a second i'm like no nah, she didn't mean it like that because if she did like if I did, if she said something negative towards me that she was like trying to get a fight or something and I just walked away, she'll say it again or she'll try something else. So I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time we've done that though because like mm. we just know now, like we've been able to like have enough of those conversations where we're like 
Is this what you meant by that? That now we really know, like, we, what we the basically, other you're able to change how you speak to your spouse. Yeah. It's so like you get, like, you know your spouse's love language, which helps you communicate to them, like, in, like, physical ways, emotional, whatever. But then with this one, you also, it's, it's just a ne- different way. I don't know what I was saying there. It's just a different way to communicate to where, like, I can say something to her that she knows 100% how I meant it, how sincere it is, how blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It makes communicating so much easier. Yeah. And I definitely think that it helped a lot because we did we did change our mindset to where we knew that, like, the other person, not everything that they were doing or saying was meant to hurt us. So, the in our perspective, the best way to change the like mentality is just trying to open up and like have better conversations with your spouse and figure out what they're trying to say and what you're trying to say so that way you can understand them better and then you can get out of that like oh they're doing this or saying this because they want to like do a jab at me basically so yeah but yeah so this one's a pretty big topic and it affects everybody (laughs) i feel like everybody falls into the victim mentality at one point or another we unfortunately fell into it for way too long that it just became a part of like our day-to-day but it wasn't even a mentality it was just a life yeah so it it takes a lot to recognize it and then it takes even more to try to like change your mindset and put in the work to to overcome it and you know take ownership of your part and just yeah just another one of those things that like marriage is a hard thing but if you put the work in like there's it's it's really easy once you figure out the tools to like actually make a good marriage and like i'm like i'm not physically laughing but i'm loling in my mind because from day one they tell you communication is key to a marriage and then i know we did our communication podcast and like that was our first podcast almost six months ago now saying like oh that's not like not the number one thing like there's so many different levels but like if you actually think about it i'm like thinking about every podcast we've done like communication has fallen into some sort mm-hmm. of i mean you can't realm. do a like, marriage without talking <laughs> yeah well like, it's just it's just crazy like if you actually think about it i'm not saying it is the number one thing but like we're doing a, a episode right now about a mindset but getting out of that mindset involves communication and like how to communicate effectively and so just super cool that maybe someone was on to something one day yeah for sure now we're just the messengers yeah all we want is just to share our story and give perspective on what we've been through because i'm sure a lot of people can relate and hopefully what we've done can help you too so and also, I wish my voice was this low all the time. It's pretty, <laughs> I feel like it's going to sound all... Like a radio voice? Yeah, like I feel like I could be a radio host or I could be like Fabio on the sex books and all that. You why, know? why would you want to do that? No, I don't. I'm just saying I could. <laughs> I have the option. No, you need, so you need like a cold, Italian accent for that. He's from Spain. Well, you need some sort of accent to be able to do that. Fabio. why'd you make it lighter i don't know (laughs) fabio (laughs) anyway (laughs) all right i need sleep i'm on uh 
Not a lot of sleep the last few days. Yeah, I need to eat too. And she's blaming me for not sleeping because I've been snoring so much. Yeah. I've been sick, so he has. I haven't freaking and, slept. You know what sucks is she wakes me up. So now we're both sleep deprived. Yeah, because Selfish. I can't sleep because you're freaking snoring, and so I just tap you. But then I wake up ten times a night, like my throat's already scratchy and sore, and then snoring makes it worse. So she wakes me up, so I have to wake you're up. You're welcome. I wake up in pain multiple times every night instead of just once in the morning. Well, snoring makes it worse, so yeah. I'm helping you to stop snoring. So you're welcome. I'd rather sleep, but it's okay. All right. Anywho, we hope this podcast helped you and your marriage in some sort of way so that way your love is relentless we will see y'all next week fabio (laughs) y'all have a beautiful week bye